This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back. Happy Friday, Raider Nation. It is the Raider Nation mailbag edition of the show, Silver and Black. Today, we are an Odyssey original podcast. You can also hear us on Sundays, 9 a.m. on 98.5, The Fan in Las Vegas, if you like to hear us on the radio. Our voices get a little deeper on the radio because of the bass coming out of that for some reason. But anyway, you can check us out there. Make sure you also follow us on Twitter, Mo Moton, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. I am at L-V Gully. The show, S-N-B, the three letters, S-N-B, today, where you can interact with us. And sometimes, sometimes, just sometimes get us mad, but very rarely. Uh, but you could do that. All right. We're going to delve into the rest of our mailbag. This one is for you, Mo, and has nothing to do with food or dating. It says, uh, Mo, if the Raiders can't sign Josh Jacobs, what do they do at running back? Do they go after a free agent or do they draft another rookie? Love you guys. Dennis in Las Vegas. So Dennis wants to know, what are they going to do if the Josh Jacobs marriage ends like the Derek Carr marriage end. I actually think you didn't draft the running back because typically you don't want to spend money at the running back position because it is the position with the most turnover among offensive positions because a guy can come and go. He could be a rushing title champion one year and get hurt the next year. We've seen that with Jonathan Taylor. I know uh, Scott hears that begrudgingly because Jonathan Taylor's on his fantasy team, <laughs> but um, you you typically don't want to spend outside money on a running back. Uh, you, you're typically looking for a bargain at that position if you can't keep your own homegrown guy. So if it's not Josh Jacobs, it's going to be Zamir White and probably another draft pick. I would say Zamir White should have gotten more touches. I know Josh Jacobs is playing out of his mind, but I just feel like they could have snuck in more snaps 
Kazmir White to see if he can handle the workload just in case they can't keep Josh Jacobs. But I would expect, and I know before, and I was wrong about this. I said Josh Jacobs would probably be out of the picture for the Raiders regardless of what he does. It turns out we, we could really be wrong about this because from what Josh Jacobs says, he wants to stay with the Raiders. And it is, all depends on is James Ziegler, how much is he willing to spend on him? Josh Jacobs is probably going to win the 2022 rushing title. So a lot of yeah. us didn't predict that happening. So it was extraordinary no. circumstances too, that he comes out and he's probably going to be the rushing title champion. So that type of player, homegrown, coming off his best year, you want to keep that guy. I think there's a strong possibility they franchise tag. Remember, Josh Jacobs can be franchise tag, and it'll probably be less than paying him. And it will be probably less than playing, paying him $16 million a year. So I think that option is on the table. He probably won't like that because he wants that long-term security. But I think from a business point of view, the Raiders would be smart to franchise tag Josh Jacobs and possibly work on a long-term deal, and we'll see. Yeah, and I think the franchise tag thing also helps them see, okay, so so you didn't stay healthy any other year but this year, right, mm-hmm. which you mentioned. So yep. give them another year to prove it, uh, and and then then you can give them a deal. So so we'll see what happens there. And, and it's really interesting, and I'm not saying they're correlated. Maybe he just – I think I mentioned it a couple – it was on the postgame show, Mo, um, before, maybe it was on Wednesday show, uh, where I mentioned that I believe – Ever since the Derek Carr thing happened, Josh Jacobs has been much more vocal uh, with the media from the locker room perspective. Um, Not anything against Derek Carr or anything like that. Just he's been much more vocal. He's never been that guy. I think everybody's kind of defaulted, hey, Carr is the guy who speaks for the offense, and you let Derek do his thing, and the rest of us just kind of fill in. Josh Jacobs seems to be relishing and taking on that role and been very, I think, aggressive in saying that he wants to remain a Raider. Not just a, hey, yeah, I'd love to stay here. He, he emphatically states that he wants to stay there. So to me, that tells me if they can't get to a deal or they're concerned with it, um, that, that they, they do tag him. But is there a way to tag him where he's not going to get upset about it? Yeah, that's the thing. It's what does he want? If, he, if he's saying, look, I want a long-term deal, I'm not going to be happy if I don't get one, then that could be a problem. Right. But the other point, to your point about him being more vocal, just remember the players push for him to be a captain late in the season. Yes, exactly. I think that, that's, now, he did say, I'm not going to go about business any differently as a captain, but I think hearing him talk to the media and hearing him be strong about, look, I want to be here, I think bodes well for him staying. Now, again, once negotiations kick off, things can get a little you know, tense and sour, but <laughs> I, if I'm Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels, I want that guy in a Raider uniform for the long term, especially yeah. coming off his best year. However you can get it done, you know, you keep him in house because right now you can argue that he's the best running back in the league with, with Derrick Henry kind of coming down his numbers, Nick Chubb tapering off at the end of the year. Josh Jacobs has been consistent. Yeah. And with a deal too, but you, so you don't hamstring yourself, you can structure these deals. I mean, there's the teams now have guys or women in house who do these contract structures so you can back end a lot of the deal. So it doesn't kill you. Um, and a lot of that's not even guaranteed. I mean, there's going to be guaranteed money. You get a big, nice, huge bonus up front. Um, but at the same time they spread it out. So that's not going to hurt him. knowing that even in Josh Jacobs with what he's doing, you know, three years, four years, maybe. So you, yeah, you want a five-year deal, but you're lucky if you get th- if you get to year four of a five-year deal with a, with a running back these days. So we'll see. All right, uh, Dennis, thanks, man. appreciate that question. It's a good one. We haven't had one about the running back situation in a while. All right, our last question of the day before you guys all get to your weekend and then tomorrow being game day for the Raiders. By the way, don't forget, post-game show live 
Uh, you can hear it or see it live on YouTube, anywhere you stream video, Twitch, Twitter, Facebook. And then within the hour after the show is over, you can also get the podcast version of that well as well. Uh, all right. It says, Scott and Mo, I heard you guys say you think Patrick Graham is back next year. How can that be when his defense has continuously blown second half leads and just seems to be lost at times? That's Neil in San Jose. And Mo, I'll start with this one because because number one, I had and I still have some doubts about Patrick Graham, but I will say that the defense overall has gotten better in spots and I'm not in any way exonerating the defense for their poor play. But I will tell you that the lack of complimentary football late in these games, this is why we've been very critical of Josh McDaniels, has been a big part of why they've blown big leads at the end because they've been on the field so long, they don't have the talent to begin with. So you have to limit the time as much as possible when you're short bodies, whether it be injuries or just talent level. And so to me, that's why it's a nuanced answer. And number three, I would say is, how can you want a fourth defensive coordinator in in four years. I think the stability issue there is he has to be given an opportunity with players who fit the system, who have a higher level of talent and upside than he has now. If you look at the draft class, how much draft help did the defensive side of the ball get that was actually on the field for significant snaps? Matthew Butler and Neil Farrell Jr.? That's it. You know, so you got to look at it as they're probably saying, okay, the defense didn't play well for stretches. It could have been better in certain areas, obviously. But we didn't give, outside of adding Chandler Jones, Deron Harmon on the back end, how much how much did we invest in Patrick Graham's system with new players? Yeah. I, I think anytime you bring in a new coach staff, you're, that coach staff is going to want not to just inherit the players and turn those guys into pro bowlers or, or certified starters, but that new coach staff is going to want some of their flavor, some of their touch, some of their guys that they draft, they sign on that roster before they make a, a decision to move on from a coordinator. So I think he gets another year. The Raiders draft go heavy on the defense in the draft, maybe yeah. pick up a, a defender or two in free agency, and then they see where Patrick Graham is before they make a move to fire him or keep him. Right, and, and I, th- I thought we saw, and it's, it's step, step back a little bit now with some of the injuries, but I, we saw that defensive line get better. Again, I, they don't have enough talent on the inside. When they injected Tillery there, it got better. And you saw Chandler Jones freed up a little more. He started to come along. Uh, and then, of course, Max Crosby is Max Crosby. So you saw that, but then you lost to injury Denzel Perryman twice this year now. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And so it's been very inconsistent. You just haven't had the body. So I get what you're saying, Neil, because on the face of it, yes, they're giving up these late leads, but I think you have to factor in all all the things Mo said. There was no investment on the defense. And I think fans overall, when they talk to me, they're right. They have to invest significantly in the draft on the defense. That does not mean they can't get a quarterback if that's what they want to do early on. But for the rest of the time and whatever other draft capital they're able to obtain, 
that's what they can do. I mean, they still, I know linebacker isn't what it used to be, but they still need a key linebacker in their Denzel Perriman. If he comes back, still aging, they need somebody there. They need safeties. They need cornerbacks. They need interior defense. And I think even another edge player. So, so there's a lot of needs there, Mo. These are my three red flags for Patrick Graham as a reason. If you want to argue that he should be fired. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we said this multiple times, two guys in that secondary who we thought was going to, were going to make a big leap. May Hobbs, Trayvon Merrick regressed. <laughs> they yeah. spent a lot of money on Bilal Nichols at that position. He, he was guaranteed 7.1 million or more. Hasn't played up to that contract. So they brought in a guy that underwhelmed and two guys that we thought should be taking second year leaps regressed. Yeah. So if, you know, those are the red flags for me about Patrick Graham. If he's going to keep his job, Merrick Hobbs, if they keep Bilal Nichols around, those guys have to play a lot better in 2023. Yeah. And Bilal Nichols came in with, um, oh, why am I forgetting his name from the Bears from the front office that came over with Ziegler? Uh, Chip Kelly. Chip oh, Kelly, Chip so, and I'm sure not Chip, Chip Kelly, Kelly. Um, not Chip Champ Kelly. Kelly, Champ, Champ Kelly. Kelly, thank you, not Chip. <laughs> not Chip. Chip's in <laughs> UCLA. <laughs> he's at UCLA now, getting players out of the, the MAC. It's very interesting from the portal. Uh, but nonetheless, so yeah, I mean, Champ Bailey brought Bilal Nichols over, I'm sure, right? And and so they took a flyer on him. That's not a good move uh, for the front office either. So we'll see. But but yeah, Neil, I think I think he gets one more year. Um, for sure. And we'll see with some talent if they get him the talent he needs and then you can evaluate. But to your point, Mo, those two players, Hobbs and Morag, uh, going backwards is not a good sign. So uh, there are definitely troubling. There's some smoke there. Let's see if it's fire or if maybe it was just a, a bad year. It happens that way, too. All right, my friend. Go ahead. Stick Hobbs back in the slot if need be. Yes, we talked about that. A lot. We talked about that. He he kind of switched, not kind of, he played a different role this Playing year. Played on the out, outside yeah. more than the slot. When he was good as a rookie, he was <clears> primarily in the slot. I would think that could be back on the table to move him back primarily to the slot position. Yeah, and I didn't think about it too, but on the other side of the coin for Patrick Graham in that that defensive back room is uh, Amik Robertson has really emerged as a really good, solid NFL player, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he improved mm-hmm. significantly as the year went on. Um, and so that's a good sign. So, so you see, you can go both ways. We'll see how it ends up. All right, Mo, we are done for the week. Uh, I will be back tomorrow with Murph and Evan on the post game show. We will talk to you next on Tuesday. The season will be officially over for the Raiders. I'll be cheering and rooting you guys and watching you guys from the nearest taco spot in Brooklyn. So (laughs) there you go. Team player over here. you, You get much better tacos in Brooklyn than I get. In Cincinnati. I used to get great ones in Vegas and, of course, San Diego when I lived there, but uh, it's not a great taco town here in Cincinnati. A lot of sausage. I mean, I like German sausage and all, but it's not like my thing. I did find a couple good taco shops here, so I shouldn't complain. I got enough, and plus I don't need any more tacos. So it's all good. All right, Mo, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. We'll talk to you on Tuesday. All right, for everybody here at Silver and Black Today and Odyssey Original Podcast, including our producer David Sipanian and Mr. Mo Moten, I am Scott Colbranson. We appreciate you guys being with us. Make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts. Also, head up on YouTube, subscribe to the channel where you can also watch the show and take part in our live chat there have a great weekend everybody tomorrow is game day enjoy week 18 of the raiders season we'll see how jared stidham does and we will be talking to you after the game bye bye everybody